I wish I lived in a treehouse. <laughs> you kids ready? <clears throat> there, now you should have Golf. some good opening, opening things. The opening things. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. Welcome to Brose. It's finger licking good. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me, as they do every episode, are my bros in Rosé. To my right, to my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And across from me, reporting live from the void, Mr. Tim Hansen. It's dark in here! <laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of the Brosé Podcast, available as always on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and incidentally, WikiLeaks. Weird. Yeah. yeah. They needed something to do with the URL now. So. <laughs> Julian Assange, big supporter. Yeah, he's out of there. Like that, that video of him getting pulled out of the embassy was wild. Like it was just like screaming, The Revolution Wars! I think he was screaming something about like, You still have the power, you the people. Like, man, you look so insane right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. If you were holed up for seven. How long? Seven years at this. Um, yeah, if you were held up Ecuadorian in one building embassy for seven years, you'd in, look fucking weird too. That's that's true. And apparently, he couldn't go outside. And he was like skateboarding in the halls of the embassy. Like that's why they kicked him out was because he basically became like a terrible roommate. Like, <laughs> he, he was like skateboarding in the embassy. He had a cat they didn't take care of. Like he, it was he just, didn't clean his bathroom. Didn't and clean. He, his... Like it was in his contract, he had to clean his bathroom, and he just. <laughs> Didn't. Yeah. For we, seven years. I mean, you have to... <laughs> seven years. You have to have a certain level of audacity to pull off the crimes, uh, pull off the, some of the stunts that he has. I, not all of them were crimes, per se, but to pull off some of the stuff he did. But it does take a second level of audacity to basically be hanging from your last strand of freedom and still being like, dude, I'm just going to shit all over this bathroom <laughs> and I'm not going to do anything about well, it. The, the biggest thing and is... the skateboard! The skateboard is the wildest thing to me. Well, the other thing is, one of the main reasons why they, like, stopped like why they let uh the authorities come take him is because he started trashing on those who were giving him asylum oh yeah. my god he yeah. was just like oh yeah they're terrible people blah 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 and they're like all right, all right asshole you're out scram yeah. yeah so good good on julian assange um who you know probably has <laughs> knows more about me than i do about <laughs> uh, so uh you can email us questions about julian assange or anyone really uh to brosequestions at gmail.com it's brosequestions at gmail.com. Rich. Brosequestions at gmail.com. Awesome. 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 Um, so we're on round two. This is our second glass of wine. Uh, we ate some delicious cereals in the last one, so now we're all full and wired on sugar. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I've already had a very sugary coffee that's, before yeah. this as well. That's very fair. Yeah, t- yeah Rich is uh, yeah. really on, a, on one right now. He's got the, the coffee. He has the the, yeah, the sugary cereal. He's got the wine. You're going to be on all sorts of stuff by the end of the uh, night. I'm just, I'm going to be wild. Oh, my God. So, who wants to talk about wine? Because we have these beautiful bottles of wine in front of us. Tim's raising his hand. Very eagerly, uh, and would like to talk to us about the wine that he's been drinking tonight. Uh, so I'm drinking Pink Flamingo from Domaine Royale de Jura, or something of that f- sort. Okay. Uh, but honestly, I just wanted to go because I wanted to use this voice and read these tasting notes and get it out of the way before I uh, start laughing too much. Okay. The, the tasting notes are as follows. A beautiful pale and salmon color draped in a bright, shiny structure with golden glints. An intense nose with berry, peach, and apricot notes. If 
followed by an exotic fruit cocktail. Wow. It, yeah, and I've already given up on the rest of it. Extremely posh. Uh, you definitely <laughs> get the nose of the peach. You can definitely smell that, but as far as it being intense, no. The color, I don't see any salmon, just light. And it's still solidly mediocre. Ah, okay, okay. In spite of the, the very posh uh, tasting notes, still just kind of down the middle. It's also apparently rated as, like, the best wine from the region that it comes from, and I'm just kind of like, meh. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking Minstrel Valet Rosé Luberon. Uh, It's 2018 wine, and I got my tasting notes that I had to look up online, which is, it's a pale rose color as rose petals. And I think this might have been translated from French. Because that's not a good sentence. Uh, so, <laughs> pale rose, rose color as rose petals. Luberon Rosé is a fully aromatic dry wine with fresh fruit aromas like citrus or tropical fruits and light notes of flower blackberry bud. Okay. Uh, the mouth is fresh and lively with a crunchy palate and lingering aromatic flavor. Crunchy palate? I, I cannot tell you how... I uh, Under no circumstance... Would I ever describe specifically this wine as being crunchy? <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, it is uh fine. Uh, it's a, it's a little bit better than the absolute middle, but I would just say it's just average. Okay, fine. all right, uh, Rich, you're looking very intently at your bottle. Uh, yeah, because it has a quote on the back, and I thought it said Charlie Hunnam. It's Charlie Hosom. Oh, okay. Um. But I am drinking uh, Noble Vines Collection 515 hmm. Vine Select Rosé. Hmm. Uh, they actually have notes on front and back. Oh, wow. But the front, I'm just going to read that. It's, uh, for centuries, vintners have singled our individual vines to achieve distinct winemaking ideals. A few vine selections have stood the test of time, offering wines of exceptional quality. Noble Vines Rosé continues this tradition. <laughs> Tim, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> did I do what? Is it a loud zip noise? <laughs> oh. Well, I can't. My rose is Miami. Intentional or not, if that comes in like at the end of recording, like that was perfect timing. I guess that's the noise my microphone makes when I turn it on and off. I am. That's so good. Um, I'm drinking Maomi Rosé from uh, Sonoma County in in California. Um, Inspired by coastal maritime influences, Maomi Rosé bursts with vibrant floral aromas and mouthwatering fruit flavors of strawberry, cranberry, and watermelon. Our off-dry rosé offers a touch of honey and silkiness on the palate, complemented by bright acidity and notes of rose petal and orange peel. I don't know where they're getting honey from, uh, but this is a pretty good rosé. Um, it's it's not my favorite. It's a little bit sweeter than I than I prefer for my rosés, but it's it's got a little bit of the dryness. It's it's good. It's fine. So last last episode, you said you had you bought two two rosés, one like expensive one and one cheap one. Yes. And which one is that? This is the expensive one. Okay. And candidly, I've had better. Um, it, this is, it's not, I'm not saying it's bad. It is, it's sort of where you are with yours. It's, it's good. It's better than like the average rosé, but it is not like 
you know, in the upper echelon for me. You, it wouldn't be worth spending that much no. money on. Yeah. No, I'll save eight bucks and go get something that's you know more my speed uh, for for eight dollars less. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you also have you have the second envelope of questions, right? Oh, Rich has a second envelope of questions. I do. Okay. All right. So, Rich, you've got six questions in your hand, right? I have six questions. I have an envelope with two roses on it. Excellent. And of course, six questions. You can, of course, send those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. We answer questions from you, the listener, about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, And you can send any manner of question to us, and uh, and we'll we'll do our best. What do you say? So, I was hoping I'd pick this one first, and I did, because I accidentally looked at it. (laughs) Um, Can you dance? Um... Okay. Dance well? <laughs> yeah, if, if, if the question is well, then no. If it's can I dance, then fuck yes. <laughs> All the goddamn White time. girl dancing. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I love dancing. <laughs> what can I say? I, this, when, when the music moves me, uh, ain't no stopping uh, this rocking. I've, I've uh, with enough um, libations, I've been known to do the whole... Elvis Presley, move your legs. Mm. That's about it. Like, mm. I usually do, like, the side-to-side arms, but it's my legs are always just going back and forth. Or the I, Bernie. I'm terrible. I can do the Bernie, though. And everybody <laughs> loves the Bernie. Um, but I, 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 if like I said, enough libations, I'll definitely dance for you, and I can dance. Yes. So... For our wedding last summer, um, my my father and mother in law decided to take dance lessons, and as part of whatever package they got, they also they offered free lessons for me and Jenna. So it cost us nothing except for the shameful looks that the teacher gave us as we were trying to figure out how to do one, two, three, four, and then they're trying to teach us like a foxtrot too. I'm like, listen, man, this is the song that we're doing this to. If you can just get us through this, we'll figure out every other dance for the rest of our lives. Uh, so the answer is no, I can't dance, but hell yeah, I can dance. <laughs> so that's, that's basically what it comes down to. It's like, if you, the, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like to me the, the biggest problem with people who are dancing is people who try to go in the middle. You either don't dance or you're going to all the hell out on dancing. Because I think if you try to like play it cool while you're dancing, that's when you just look like you're a, a fucking moron. Basically. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my understanding. You really, you really, I think it's, it is. It, all the t- every time you dance, having more alcohol is so helpful because getting out of your own head and being like, it's like George would be the perfect place to <laughs> throw to down a band- dance party. Throw down <laughs> because you're already at such like a the the level of self consciousness is so far down already, mm-hmm. and that's where you got to be. And you just really have to not give a shit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's attitude mostly, especially like if you're you're at our level where it's like, oh, you know. We, we're not really like ballroom dancers, but like it's it's all about the attitude. Yeah, exactly. At this level. Yeah. Tim, can you dance? Um, I will if I'm drunk enough. Uh, <laughs> pretty much the only thing. time I, pretty much the only time I dance is at weddings, and uh, that's just because it's like, oh, everybody looks kind of dumb at this point, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna look dumb too. Are there uh, other and functions? I spend most of my time on the floor. Are what? there other functions as adults that, like, other, like what other functions as adults are we doing? Are we dancing at other than weddings? I mean, we're too old to hit the club. Well, yeah. not, not necessarily. No. I mean, we're just, uh, except for Richie, we're all just in committed <laughs> relationships. Mm-hmm. So, like, for for me, and you strike old... me as more of a bar person, anyway. As far as oh like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I used to go to, uh, and this was forever ago. A shout out to anyone who lives in Philly and used to go to. 
goth night nocturne at club shampoo every wednesday mm. i used to go i think i danced once mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was when i turned 21 and had a few drinks anyway yeah 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 the the the, the draw of the, the club scene is is really lost when there is no chance mm-hmm. of getting with anybody yeah. Like yeah if that's not on the table i i can just dance in my house right and not have to pay 50 bucks for like yeah. yep. katonic yeah. or whatever it also makes it harder when you bring jake like, yeah yeah jake, <laughs> yeah he's not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was just wondering like where's the tv the patriots are playing it's like not now yeah. <laughs> um yeah so uh, we, we all we all can't dance, but we can dance. Mm. Is ultimately the yeah, we're we're out. all uncoordinated nerds, so <coughs> like we look better using our brains than our bodies. Mm-hmm. I guess depending. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I, coordinated. I'm just too fucking self conscious. Yeah, I think as you, but I think as we get older, it's easier to drop that self consciousness because like. I have found myself getting out of it by being like, well, I'm going to die soon. You know what I mean? Not like, I mean, not, not like super soon, but it's like, who gives a yeah. shit at this point? Like I, all of the, uh, most of the hangups I had when I was like in high school and even like college are completely gone. I just yeah. do not give a fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The amount of fucks given has gone way down, especially, I mean, today specifically, I think I'm saying that on, cause I'm on like four hours of sleep right now. So like, yeah. My level of fucks given is, like, negative. <laughs> we were talking before the show, uh, for those of you who aren't in the area, there was a tornado warning in Southeast PA and South Jersey last night that uh, that woke uh, all of us up except for Tim. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But t- Tim is also a slightly different location, maybe. I-, I don't know. I'm trying to help you out but uh, for not waking up for this tornado warning. But, but yeah, it was, like, 3.15 in the morning, just this blaring siren from all of our phones in our respective homes uh, telling us, hey, you're all going to die. Uh, there's a tornado going to destroy each one of your homes individually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, we're all a little zonked right now, but, <laughs> but the, hence why t- Rich is, uh, eating the sugar cereal and drinking coffee and, yeah. and drinking yeah. the wine as well, <laughs> Yeah, which is fine. It's getting me through the day. Yeah, man. It's not a good combo. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> wine and coffee is not, I, it's not a I was Sean has coffee too. I didn't even notice. I've kind of cut down on the coffee. It's more so just the wine at this yeah. point. It's making mm. me feel really weird, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eh, eh, yeah. yeah. Having yeah. The... Weird good or weird bad? Like, I feel like I'm, a, like I'm about to fall asleep, but also want to run really far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Rich, what is the next question? Oh my goodness, I can't grab anything. Oh it's all that sugar. Um, alright. What's a holiday that doesn't exist that you'd like to create? Indigenous People's Day. Mm. Slam! Fuck you, Christopher Columbus. There we, there we go. I thought we said we were going to be lighter this session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. okay. No, I'm kidding. No, I just think. But Mine's I Fourth Amendment Day. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Fourth Amendment? <laughs> um. So yeah, because I feel like we need a holiday for unlawful searches and seizures. <laughs> but uh, so. <laughs> Uh, no, so, okay, so Indigenous Peoples Day, which is, is gaining traction, uh, as yeah, I believe that's, it should. Yeah, that's, that's, like, my legit answer, but I have to think of, like, what, what my fun answer is. Yeah. This is a My legit day. answer is Election Day. I legitimately believe oh, that that is, should yeah. be, that, that we, we've talked about it before, but I, that my legitimate answer is that. Yeah. Um, as far as my make-believe answer, um, the day after the Super Bowl. Every year. Mm. Make that a national holiday. Yes, you're kowtowing to a major corporation. Yes, you're you're encouraging people to imbibe more and uh, engage in a lot more uh, 
you know, that kind of activity in terms of drinking and why staying up late and eating a ton of crappy food. Just fine. Like we already have Thanksgiving. We already got one day that's like that, except for it's more better prepared food. Just have another, just have Thanksgiving for wings. That's essentially <laughs> what this is. So nope. uh, yes, I would, those are my, that's my answer day after the Super Bowl. Uh, middle child day to honor and celebrate the middle child. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did Martha buy you off for this? Yeah. I, I am the middle child. Rich is wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt that has a label on top of it that says the middle child <laughs> as he says this. It's it's Prince Vegeta. I don't know if he's a middle child. I yeah. think he might be the only one. But yeah. he's the only child. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's should... at, well, his age, he's, I don't know all the age of the Dragon Ball Z characters, but his age is 9,000, and his older brother is over 9,000! <laughs> so much wrong in that statement. <laughs> I'm to punch you in the throat. <laughs> I haven't watched Dragon Ball Z in a long time. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, Middle Child Day. Middle Child Day, because, like, I mean, middle children are the best. <laughs> Coming from, I think, the only middle child in this group. Rich, let's just cut to the chaser. You just want Richie Day. Yes! <laughs> like, that's all yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, just, you give a rat's ass about any other middle child. Just, just a day about me that's not my birthday. Okay. All right. All right. I can dig it. Uh, uh, Tim, what would your holiday be? The day after St. Patty's Day. Okay. <laughs> so the day after St. Pat. So I'm assuming this is for similar reasons why I had picked day after yep. the Super Bowl. Okay. It's just, it's just going to be National Recovery Day, and you can also like it's recovering from whatever the hell you did the night before. But you can also co-opt it to like recovery. Let's push for people getting over their addiction. So you could, have, <laughs> so you would have, you would have, <laughs> and I was going to try and follow your logic here. <laughs> you're going, your your original statement was that you wanted this to be a day where people could recover from their hangovers, but you would also parlay it into like a social movement. <laughs> Where you would encourage people who are having issues with the things they did the day before, where they could have a long-term solution for it. Am I following this correctly, Tim? We can't get through it. <laughs> like, I like where your head's at, man, but, like... I never said it was a good idea. No. <laughs> I, I I admire the attempt to make it a social like engagement sort of thing. Um, maybe if we want to have a net, listen, I will say this. If that could be two separate holidays, I would 100% be on board with this. Like if you would have a rational recovery day and have it be in like May, like that, that's fine. But then the day after St. Patrick's Day is its own separate. It's thing. a completely different. Thing. I, I would, I would. That would be the move I'd make. I, I, I don't know if <laughs> I would successfully idea. fuse them. But no, I, 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 listen, listen. You're, you're, it's, it's a stretch, but that's you know we have to stretch a little bit. This is this is a safe space. We're workshopping these ideas. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's not a stretch. You're compressing it. You're, well, you're, right now I'm compressing it. You're on the right path. The execution is poor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so far, so we've got. Day after St. Patrick's Day, plus a recovery day, we have Middle Child Day. Yes. Uh, we have Indigenous Peoples Day. And what, what was the other one? I, had, I hadn't thought of it, but I think okay. you just want, like, a day, like a set day in, like, April or May, so that you have a break between... Because, like, we usually will get off on, like, uh, President's Day, and then there's a long yes. break until either Fourth of July, and some people get off on Good Friday. But, like, yeah. I want something in there that's, like, static, and yes. then it kind of breaks up the year, as opposed to it being... Because it's like, the way the year's broken up now, it's like really front-loaded with holidays and back-loaded with holidays. And there's nothing that's very sparse. Yeah. yeah. 
mid mid February until like Memorial Day is a brutal stretch. Yeah, and yeah. so I'd like to have something in there just to break it up, just for peace of mind. Like maybe like like a recovery day, but more <laughs> like like a like a national mental health day where you're like mm-hmm. everyone. Not, not, well, maybe not even like make it mental health focused, but like just like a mental health day. Well, you could put Indigenous and, Peoples Day on like April twelfth. Yeah, we it, like in the way you're saying it, it's more like you want two Labor Days. You want Labor Day in. September yeah. and Labor Day in like March or April. Was Labor Day designed to just sit like is it like a workers' rights it's, day or is it literally just give the workforce well, a breather? It's originated from the unions. Okay, that okay. Um and I think it was to like honor the unions. Okay. In some way. I I don't know hundred percent. I am not I don't know the very, background of it either. Yeah, I'm not knowledgeable on it, but I think it was to honor the unions and in turn people just started having off. Because it's to honor the workforce. No, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. I just, I, I, the premise was, like you said, <laughs> unions or workforce rights, or if it was uh, just, hey, we're giving them a day off or something like that. But I, I like that idea, doing something in the middle of like March and April. Because I think about that every year, like, man, I could really use like a day. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, just to, just get to it. break. Like, yeah. I'm one of the lucky people who can take off on uh, Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. It's a floating holiday for me. If I don't, I can use that some other time, which mm-hmm. this is what I do. I like well, because to me, Good Friday is just another day. Yeah. But the day after Avengers comes out, that's a, or the day Avengers comes out, that's a holiday. Mm-hmm. But I, but I, but I mean, but uh, what's it? The Good Friday is 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 like literally a floating holiday because it's not the same day every year. Yeah, right. it's based on like the lunar calendar or something, so it's all over the place. So I'm saying static day. Yeah. Give me one day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Planning on this day, no yeah. matter what, in the middle of the work week, on a Monday, whatever it might be. I can get behind that. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Good picks. Yeah. Good picks. Everybody, good job. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Tim, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, on the right path, poor execution. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the next question, Rich? Uh, the next question. If you could kill off any character from a current TV show or game, who would it be? Cersei. From Game of Thrones? I, I yep, mean... Fuck that bitch. <clears throat> I can understand it. She sucks. <laughs> uh, but it, that would have to be pre-season two. Like, mid-season two at most. To make her death worthwhile. At this point, not really. But I can understand... I, mean, I can understand wanting to kill her off. Yeah, at this point, I've only seen the first season and two episodes of the second season and the season they premiere, uh, and then like an hour long crunch. Here's all the important shit you need to know. But um, she's just, and she, it, it's not even that she's a bitch; it's that she's an inconsistent bitch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it 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 aggravates the fuck out of me. Yeah, she mm. just she never sticks to like one thing or another. At one point, she wants one thing. Then the next point, she wants the exact opposite. She is, she's the absolute worst. Yeah. Ah, okay. Interesting. Um, Sean, do you have any any ideas for? I'm trying to think of like a really annoying character. Mm-hmm. I it would have been uh, Laurel Lance from the first couple seasons of Arrow. Yeah, because she was yeah. just not a great actress. Like she, I, she she's a fine actress, but she wasn't like. The portrayal of her character—it was just really weak and yeah. like didn't really add anything. And it was like a a bad will they won't they were like I don't give a shit. Just like I don't like her. Go. She's annoying. She's an, she was annoyed. The character was written annoying. 
Yeah. Like, whoever wrote the character did a bad job. It wasn't and, the actress's fault that she was playing a terrible character. <laughs> and, and then they force-fed the whole alcoholism that, like, oh, yeah. just seemed out of, way out of place. Yeah, yeah. Just, and like, so I think in those seasons, she's since has gotten better, but in those first seasons, I would have a million percent killed her off. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. She eventually did. <laughs> yeah, so, but, <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but that I think that's I'm trying to think, but there has to be like I feel like there's a video game character that I would I would definitely kill off, and I can't think of it right now. I'll, I will come back, maybe, or it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Big the cat. I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> no, no, no I, I only thought of it when you said because I forgot about the video game part, and I was like, oh yeah, Big the Cat. Um, although Big the Cat now at this point is kind of like a, a like meme, a living meme. Yeah, he's a great meme. Like it's Froggy. Um, but um, boy, as far as TV shows, like I, I don't watch a ton of like routine, like serialized television. Like I think if I were to pick one, see the one that I would pick is not really a fair pick but i'm gonna say it anyway because it's been in my craw for for the last couple of weeks are you guys familiar with the show the act i think is what it's called it's patricia arquette and the the plot of the show it's it's based on a true story and it's a mother with a daughter who is in a wheelchair and is sickly uh and she's like going around and getting her like a lot of tv exposure gets her like basically has been treating her like she's sick for years turns out not sick uh not handicapped not like that but like her mom has been abusing her and telling her that she has been sick her whole life and has been, you know, is limited. She can't eat normally. She has to eat through a feeding tube. She can't walk. And so the story is about her slowly realizing, Hey, I'm not 14. I'm 19. Uh, I'm not sick. And it's like her, like trying to break herself free from her very manipulative mother. And so the, the character I would kill is the mother because she's <laughs> Patricia Arquette does an awesome job of making me really hate her <laughs> because she's like, she has mental illness of her own, which is, I, I believe why in real life she ended up being as manipulative and as controlling and as abusive as she was. But just everything about it, like my, my, my wife, Jen has been watching the show for, for weeks. And every time I watch, I'm like, I can't stand her. Yeah. Like, and that's the point, but like, Boy, the, the, the stuff like that, like it, it, it makes me angry watching that show, uh, which is the it's, point. But it's still yeah. that's what it is. That's super interesting because normally, like Munchausen by proxy, is found, which is essentially what you're describing, is normally found like when the kid is really young because just so much shit is happening. It's like mm-hmm. eh, this it doesn't add up. Yeah, but I mean, so it's. There's a, there's a willfulness to it where the mom has, has told her, like, everybody else is lying except for me. You know, even if other stuff adds up, that's because they're trying to take you away from me, essentially. Like, I think I, I, yeah. it seems to be what it is. And, and it's probably what you're what you're saying, like how a lot of people get away with it. But, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, well, that's why Munchausen by proxy is more or less a mother harming their kid or making their kids seem sick so that they get attention mm-hmm. and all of that Munchausen syndrome is when you do it to yourself, right? More or less, mm-hmm. uh, on a medical sense. But yeah. um, and later in the show, yeah, eventually the kid it. gets old enough, and they're just like, "What the fuck? What are you doing?" And and later in the show, not to spoil anything, but eventually the mother develops <laughs> diabetes because she is willfully not taking care of herself, and that adds another layer of guilt. Going like, "You're not going to leave me alone, right? With this terrible illness, and you know, you you have to take care of me now. You're the only one left. Like, you know, so it's just a layer upon layer of." familial guilt and mental and physical abuse and it makes me bonkers um <laughs> it, like even knowing it's a true know. story and the and the the conclusion I, I won't spoil for anybody but it is based on a true story so it's out there but 
Um, yeah, so that's that's my pick. It's not a fun one, but it's just the one that that came to mind immediately. So you want to kill a real person? Uh, well, <laughs> not spoiling anything, but she's, she's dead. dead. She's dead already. Uh, and the daughter might have had something to do with it. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's the person I pick. I'm I'm having a tough time thinking of a character that infuriates me that much <clears throat> or not but not even infuriates me just like i feel like offers nothing to the show I, I can't i can't think of anyone in particular at the moment hmm. um rebecca any- remains character in the second season of jessica jones hmm. um who who did she play she's the best friend who more or less gets addicted to bio-enhancing chemicals right yeah but Um, she's no it's just to help you no that entire season could have gone exactly as is without her yeah absolutely that that second season just wasn't good in general but i can agree with that one uh i had i had somebody in mind and i can't remember who it was just now Uh, man that's driving me nuts it's it's tricky because like with all these shows like eventually you sort of grow and realize uh, you, you you sort of at least in my experience you feel like oh well, the show couldn't exist without x character so i couldn't kill them off just because they're annoying but yeah you know it, it's it's tough and to it seems like them. writers in general take that kind of feedback and are like this person just sucks yeah so they either develop the character further to give the give you a reason to be like i understand why they're there or they kill them off and yeah. like right I, <laughs> right yeah uh, the character I was thinking of uh, is um, the sister in Supergirl. Um, Kara's sister in Supergirl. Alex. Alex. Her current storyline is the dumbest thing ever. Because essentially they're trying to figure out who Supergirl is. And in order to keep them from figuring out who Supergirl is, Martian Manhunter wipes her memory of who Supergirl is. Hmm. And so now it's just, oh no, she doesn't know that Kara's Supergirl let's ha- see how things play out and i'm just like this is dumb like i hate it it's well, just it's, it's that's the that's like superhero version of like the will they won't they yeah and it's like and ever like they try to get together and now they're not together and it's like i think we have determined as a society that we don't need that like you don't like it's sometimes it's okay that they get together and stay together and are happy mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we're okay yeah. with that kind of story too now right yeah right all right that's that's a good one. That's a rich one. I, I could uh, the only other one I was thinking, but the question specifically says current TV show. But I recently just started watching uh, Cheers. Oh. I hate Norm. He Uh-oh. is the epitome of ma- alcoholism, o- alcoholism, and over masculinity. Where he's like, I gotta make sure the wife's happy, and I hate my wife, and I'm gonna just get drunk all the time, and it's just. Get rid of him. He's not holding up. Yeah, just get rid of him. But Norm has not aged well. But yeah. it's it's nice to see that kind of character in contrast to people yeah. who are a little more complex on that show. But yeah, yeah I, I, I see what you're saying. I am also only on season one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he develops more mm-hmm. later, but just for now, I hate him so mm-hmm. much. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. What is the next question in your envelope? Let's see. Have you ever embarrassingly sent a text message to the wrong person? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was to the Kool Aid Man. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, sent, and I sent it to him like uh, I sent him the wrong slogan. I sent him like the, the Green Giant slogan. And he was not happy. Uh, hmm. I sent accidentally sent the wrong text. It's usually something dumb. 
Like, it's never been, like, a real embarrassing one. Like, it's usually, like, I was trying to text somebody. Like, in, in college, I was texting my then-girlfriend's phone number to somebody else, and I texted it to, to my girlfriend. And she'd be like, why are you sending me your phone number, my own phone number? I'm like, oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> supposed to go to someone else. But it's usually stuff like that. Um, I don't know. How about you guys? Have you had any experiences like that? Um, um, almost. Almost, okay. Uh, the the uh, thing about it is um, I have Sean's wife, Mary, in my phone as M.O.B., and I have my mom's number as mom. <laughs> so there were a few uh-huh. times where I've typed in M.O. Mm-hmm. and clicked <laughs> mom, yeah. meaning to send a message to Mary. <laughs> Nothing embarrassing or anything, but mm-hmm. like, there's a few times that's happened, but I can't think of it. It's not quite text messaging. Yeah. It's chatting on an online game where somebody was having issues with other people. I'm trying to talk them down. And I accidentally reply to the wrong person sure. what I meant to say to somebody else. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, this just made things worse. I, I think that's that's definitely was a bigger issue with AIM. Yeah. yeah, AIM, yeah. Like, I definitely have do- had done that when I was, like, oh. talking to one person about another person. <laughs> and then you write, like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what that's about. That, yeah, what yeah. a weird thing. That, yeah. Whoops. Yeah. That's another person named. Don Ar- Darn autocorrect in 2004. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rats, rats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These ergonomic keyboards, goddammit. <laughs> Tim, have you ever had anything like this? I'm sure at some point I have, but nothing that I can, nothing that's registered on a level enough to remember. All right. I do have a good, here's a good one. <laughs> Before, uh, so the, 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 the teenager who mows our lawn's name is Matt. All right. And last year, my wife was trying to text you. Okay. A, no. a, a, a unicorn onesie for Jenna's birthday. Okay. And, hey, okay. and instead of texting you, she texted this teenager <laughs> who mows our lawn with an, a, a picture, a, like a like a, a unicorn onesie <laughs> with no context. Here it is. And every other text is like, "I'll be mowing your lawn on Tuesday. I'll be mowing your lawn on Tuesday." <laughs> I think Jenna would like this. Yeah. And, and it, it was it was never brought up. He's like, I'll be there on Thursday for mowing your lawn and also to pick up the onesie. Yeah, we did give him the onesie. I wear a medium. <laughs> I wear a me- yeah, I wear a medium. 34 inseam. Uh, Rich, I'm picturing you, by the way, I'm t- when you're talking about texting um, Mary instead of your mother, I'm picturing you talking about like podcast stuff. So like, what do you mean we can only talk about Sean's dick once? <laughs> and there it is. Love, Rich. All right. And we didn't use it the last one. The way I see it, we've banked, we've we, banked we, the yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've banked a few, actually. We have... We have a few Sean Dick references to use. Yeah, that's true. All right, we we got some, and we got a what? One more question to use it. Uh, what is the last question? All right, so the last question is uh, submitted by Shannon Vogel on right. uh, on my Facebook. She decided she was too lazy to email me, <laughs> so she just commented. I, think on I saw the, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, what kind of jelly do you put on your peanut butter and jelly, and why is that better than the rest? Grape. Grape. Yeah, I'm generally a great guy. Like, I haven't had PB&J in a while, um, but if I were to, it would be just a straight-up grape, grape jelly, grape jam. Mm. Probably yeah. jelly more so than jam. 
And the answer is because yep. any other jelly is fucking stupid. That's what the answer is because America is stupid. We should kill off every other kind of jelly from the TV show that is all of the jellies, except for grape. Leave grape. Wait, what, what was this? He's calling back to the question what oh. character was uh, called. Okay, you kill off every character except for grape jelly. Okay, all right. No. I got lost. All right. Um, so it's, all right. it's, it's the last it's survivor. Late and we've been up for a while. We have another show to well, do. Well, here's, here's why. So grape jelly is like the classic one, and I feel like strawberry always has like bits in it. It's like kind of like gritty. There are definitely yeah. more seeds or like pits or something. Yeah, like, I feel like the uh, the sweetness of the grape goes better with the saltiness. I agree. Of yeah. the peanut butter, I agree. If you're using any like if you're using almond butter or something of that nature, maybe a, a strawberry jelly would be better. But I feel like strawberry is better on like toast yeah, for breakfast or something like that. I agree with you. Is there anything weirder than grape or strawberry in terms of jelly or jam that you guys have had or that you guys like? Uh, Jake made jelly once. Oh, okay. Like a, it was, I think he went to like a baking class or something and he made apricot jelly, I think. And it was very good. I mean, I've had apricot jelly too. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. good. But it, but it was made by an eight or nine year old. But he crushed it. Hey. It was good. And yeah. strawberry. I, mean, I think apricot and strawberry both were dope. Tim, any other strong jelly thoughts? Grape or get the fuck out. Yeah. That's that's, that's the yeah, that's the uh the official correct. stance of the Brose podcast from President Tim R. Hansen. Yes. Yeah. Grape or get the fuck out. Absolutely. Yeah. Grape or get the fuck out. We love the Browns. Yeah, go Browns. Yes, we do. The yes, Cleveland Browns. The football team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got confused for a moment. I was like, oh, what? Um, so, sorry, Shannon, we didn't have more of a debate about jelly. But because we all agree. Yeah, great jelly's great. Obviously, this question was not asked because they thought that, like, this question had been asked for a reason. Like, yeah. somebody out there loves strawberry jelly instead of grape jelly. And, and wrong. they're wrong. It's probably. Yeah. Oh, they're wrong, yeah. But <laughs> To be honest. It's probably her husband. He always gets a lot of those things. Well, the, well I think, and it's the specificity of the question on peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's grape. If mm-hmm. we, we spoke, if it's something else, well, there's some leeway, but if it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, if you put anything other than grape, jelly, mm. you're incorrect and I probably don't like you. Probably not. <laughs> We've muted you on Facebook. <laughs> uh, Sean, if people wanted to hear more about your grape jelly takes, where could they find you on Twitter to see them? Uh, at Hey, it's SOB. How about you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. And I'm available at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is available at Brose underscore podcast or just Brose podcast on Facebook. And if you have a question for us, you can email it to us at brosequestions at gmail.com. Brosequestions at gmail.com. Tim? Brosequestions at gmail.com. My <laughs> man. Uh, Mary O'Brien compiles all of our questions. Uh, the aforementioned Shannon Vogel of Shannon Vogel Photography designed our logo. There uh, you go. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, which you can find at freemusicarchive.com. Uh, Rich, tell us about your podcast. Uh, yes, I'm on uh, PodQuest. It is a weekly nerd uh, roundtable. Recently, I think it, at this point it be like four or five episodes ago. Uh, we did a D&D one-shot that I developed. Please listen to it. It's a two-parter, and I'm super proud of it. 
Uh, I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast with my buddy Eddie Provident. It's a sports show about Pittsburgh and Philly sports. We haven't done an episode in a bit. I'm assuming it's because Eddie is out on the golf course with Sidney Crosby uh, celebrating the Penguins early off season. Uh, and I also edit the Under Pressure podcast, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia. You can get that on TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, and several other podcast locations. Uh, everybody, that's it for episode two. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, and Sean O'Brien, my name is Matt Casnell, saying have a great night and a reminder to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>